Is podcast time. Hey, everybody, how's it doing? Welcome back to Fatherly Absent Minded. I believe this is episode 19. And um, I have a couple of things. A couple of things. A couple of things today. I wrote down on my notes. Chub rub, not dick, and kiosk man Italian with a question mark. Um, so <laughs> the first thing I'm going to talk about is so. Uh, my my jeans ripped at work today. So uh, usually we're not allowed to wear jeans at work. Um, where I work, you either either have to wear khakis. Uh, you can either wear khaki colored khakis or black khakis or like dress pants, but no denim, not even black denim is allowed to be worn. Um, so I got my most recent pair of work pants from American Eagle. That's not, not sponsored. Hashtag not spawn. Um, but uh, I got them from American Eagle, and they're very nice because American Eagle has this type of fabric that's, like, really, really, really fucking stretchy, uh, especially for dude clothes, which is nice if you want to wear dude clothes, but you don't like having, uh, like, actually zero mobility when you move around. That's, like, my biggest uh, annoyance with most men men's clothing is that it doesn't stretch. Because, like, I don't know, I guess they just don't want you to move around in them. They want you to look like you can move around in them, but you can't. So, um, and my work pants usually last around, like, half a year to a year if I get them there because I'm fat and I'm I'm not, I am overweight to, to the point where my thighs just kind of rub together a little bit. Um, not a lot, but enough, right? Like, when I stand still, my legs, my, my thighs are touching, um... And when you work, you sweat, and you move around a lot, and your thighs rub together a lot. Uh, so those usually last, like, four to five, four, four to seven months. We'll say that. And my current pair finally gave out about three weeks ago or so. And I was squatting down to get something. We have, like, these different shelves in our back room of, like, security cases for like putting merchandise in so it doesn't get stolen and I squat down to get something off the bottom shelf in our back room and I just hear that that you know what it sounds like the the sound of just your fabric ripping um or more like a something like that I don't know that sounded more juicy I don't know if I like the juiciness of that one 
Um, but my work pants ripped, and it wasn't that bad of a rip. It happened to be right where my thighs touched. So when I stood still, no one, when I was walking, or just when I was generally upright and not, uh, like squatting down, um, or like laying on my back, uh, well, <laughs> that was a really weird description. Because there's a thing in the break room that's like two cushioned ottomans, and I lay down on them on my break. But anyways. Um, you just, you couldn't really tell, but, uh, I didn't have any other pants to wear, so I just wore those for, like, three or four days, and the rip got a little bit bigger every single day. Um, and I'm the type of individual who never really has more than one pair of, of clothing. (laughs) Um, I mean, I have, like, a bunch of shirts, and I have a bunch of underwear, but when it comes to pants... And I, and I even have multiple hoodies, even though I usually only wear, like, one at a time until it dies. Um, I only really ever have one pair of pants at a time for one specific thing. So I have my work pants, and I have uh, my jeans that are, like, my everyday pants. And it's kind of bad. I guess you should have more than one pair of jeans. I don't really know. I'm not really sure how that factors in. Like, if you buy two pair of jeans in January, do you not have to, and you swap out which ones you're wearing, like, on the daily or every other, every couple of days, by the time both of them wear out, will that be the same as if you bought one pair of jeans, you wore them until they were destroyed, and then you bought another pair of jeans? Like, buying one in January, and then that wears out, and then you buy another one, would the length of buying one now and one later be the same amount of time as if you bought both of them at the same time? I don't know. It's a possibility. That's why I, why people say you should have multiple pairs of shoes and not wear the same one all the time, because then you'll wear them out. But, like, is it more cost-efficient to do one over the other? I don't know. Uh, But anyways, I wore out my work pants, and I didn't have, I didn't think that I had any backups, but I found this other pair of American Eagle pants um, that were just black khakis that I got because they were on clearance. They weren't the length that I liked, and they weren't very comfortable around the waist. They weren't comfortable, and they didn't have my right length. (laughs) Um, They were clearance, Uh, so who the fuck, I didn't care. I'm just like, they're clearance, Uh, they're alright, they fit enough, they're stretchy. Who knows, I might need them someday. And I did, uh, to believe it or not. Um, the thing about those pants, though, is that I've washed them. I've washed those pants. I've washed those pants, like, four fucking times, and they still rub, like, the black dye on my legs when I take them off after a day. And I'm like, what the fuck? I washed you so many times. Why do you still do this? Um, that's really frustrating. But... I, um, today, today and tomorrow, today is the day before Halloween, tomorrow is Halloween, and at my job, on weekends, it's like, uh, on, on Saturdays, it's like, if the football, if the college football team here is having a home game, then you can wear your college football team shirt and jeans, and you can wear that to work instead of your uniform, um, and then on Fridays, all of this month, it's been, you can wear a pink shirt and jeans on Fridays, because of breast cancer awareness. Um, so there are many, there are a few days a week where you can wear jeans. When you're in the summer, you're kind of shit out of luck and you can never wear jeans. But during the football season, it's great. Um, so I, I wore my jeans today 
And my jeans I've had for like a few couple of years now, I think. Multiple years. Um maybe two years ago, I think. I'm not sure on that actually. Oh no. Um but I've had them for a while and I've worn them a lot and I've uh, they're they hadn't been worn out yet. But I'd worn them a lot. They've lasted maybe two or three work pant. Uh they get about a one to three work pant to normal pant ratio. Um and this was just the first day I had worn my jeans to work in a while. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear my jeans because my normal work pants, my my uh, my temp work pants are uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm going to wear these ones instead. And the same goddamn thing happened. I'm in my back room. I have a pallet, a wooden pallet with some of my product on it. And I squat down to get something that's on there. And I hear that same... Same fucking rip. And guess where it was? The same fucking place as my goddamn work pants. I try to put off buying pants because I don't like spending full price for clothes. But I know that if I buy... (laughs) For clothes, man. I know that if I buy clothes like a Goodwill, I buy jeans, they're just gonna break real quick. Um, they're gonna wear out really quickly because they've already been worn by someone for an excessive period of time most of the time, uh, in most cases. So, uh, but I was telling this to my coworker, Michael. I was telling Michael, I go, Michael, I, I need new work pants. I tore a hole in my, in my, where my thighs touch. And he goes, oh no, um, no, I told him I had a hole in my pants. I I squatted down and I ripped a hole in my pants and he goes, oh, you got that chub rub. And of course, right, my first thought when someone says chub related to the groinular region, I think that's what it says in Webster's Dictionary, look that up, the groinular region. Um, Generally, when someone says the word chub and they refer to the crotch, um, I only have one thought on my mind, and that is a wee-wee, a wiener, a pipis, as they say in France, a pipis. <laughs> um, and I immediately went, no, it's where my thighs rub together. And he goes, yeah, I know. And I'm like, what? And he says, it's it's a term that is used, uh, my my wife actually, his wife, not my wife, this is uh, Michael uh, speaking, I'll, talk, I'll speak like this when I'm, I'll speak like this when I'm Michael. He goes, my wife uses it as an affectionate term for when I'm overweight and I'm a little bit chubby and my thighs rub together, it's called the chub rub. I don't know how accurate that is, because I feel like chub rub, if someone else said it, if I if I, I haven't I haven't urban dictionary to chub rub, but I feel like if I urban dictionary chub rub, it will have something to do with the winner. It will have something to do with the winner. And that is why I was so confused and why I'm definitely going to call it chub rub in the future, because I want people to be just as confused as I am. And if they're not, then my god, what is wrong with me if when I say chub rub I'm the only one who thinks of a wiener? Like, is that wrong with me at that point? Like, what's wrong with my brain? I don't understand. But hopefully that's going to be the case. Because I know that it's it cemented itself in my mind enough to where the, to the point where I'm going to say chub rub now. 
when referring to my thighs touching. And I'm just going to say, I'm going to accidentally, without thinking, go up to some person, probably a female, a lady, not a female, a, a lady or a woman that is a friend of mine, and say, man, I got that fucking chub rub. And they're going to look at me like I'm disgusting. I know it's going to happen. Oh, God. That Dunkin' Donuts coffee is not that good when it sits around too long. Um, But that's my chub rub story. Uh, That actually segues into the next bit, but I don't really have time for another bit. So I'm going to try and write on my thing segue. Because I went to the mall today and I got new jeans. That's... <laughs> That's that's the segue. I ripped my pants at work today. I went to the mall to buy new jeans, and that segues me into the kiosk man Italian, um, which I'll talk about next time. But for now, we're gonna do. I can't remember what I named this uh, this segment, um, but we're gonna be reading some. Uh, put it in my put it in my butter. Um, and last week, we read, or not last week, Monday, we read the prologue. Today, we're going to be reading Chapter 1, Buttery Dreams. I wake to the smell of the lovely liquidness beside me. The smell was intoxicating. That buttery smell. Oh, Paul, oh, how much I love your liquids. <laughs> oh, Paul, how much I love your liquids. I look over at Paul, and he was smoking pot, and looked up at me and smiled. Er, baby, what you doing? As I was about to respond, my dream had ended, and that sweet smell was gone. Damn it, I murmured under my breath. I look over... God, I look over to look at Paul. But all remained was a yellow substance. What have I done to my dearest Paul? I've scooped up the remains of my Paul and put him in the freezer to heal him back to health. It'll be okay, Paul. I left my love in the freezer while I got ready and went to work. Today was an exciting day because I was going to be cooking with another great chef named Gordon Ramsay. He was a rival of mine and a past lover. But that does not matter anymore. Today was a big day and I needed to focus of making the audience happy. I, I needed to focus of making the audience happy. That's what it says. Um, although the love with Daddy Ramsey was good, <laughs> it wasn't as butterly as it is with Paul. Paul always had this way of making me more excited at playtime. <sighs> he was by far the best thing that's ever been up my vajayjay in ages. <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay <laughs> let's do that again 
take that, take that, take that one more time, shall we? Um. <laughs> uh. Although the love with Daddy Ramsey was good, it wasn't as butterly as it is with Paul. Paul always had this way of making me more excited at playtime. He was by far the best thing that's ever been up my vajayjay in ages. I start to get moist just thinking of Paul again. Oh, what you do to me, I say aloud as I made my way into work. I knew it was going to be a long day without Paul by my side. My sweet, buttery love. And that was chapter one. This chapter one, I put it in my butter. Thank you all for tuning in to Thoughtfully Absent-Minded. Um, I think, uh, tentatively, I'm going to move it up to three episodes a week. Because when I don't do it, I feel dead inside. Um, but if you like the show, please share it with your friends or tell them about it. Um, I know it's kind of difficult because it's on Fanburst and it's not on like a normal streaming platform. Um, but if you liked it, uh, yeah, just share it with your friends. And if you didn't like it, um, I guess just tell me how I can do better next time, I guess. I don't, I don't know. If you didn't like it, why'd you get all the way to the end? Uh, <laughs> um, but thank you so much for listening. I love your faces, and I'll see you guys next time. Hobbitscotch. Thoughtfully absent-minded, oh, you and me is thoughtfully absent-minded. Come and see. Yeah, come and see.